and the brave new world begins. When all men are paid for existing, and no man must pay for his sins, as surely as water will wet us, as surely as fire will burn, the gods of the copybook headings with terror and slaughter return. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Copybook Headings podcast. If you're a new listener just joining us for the first time, this is a show inspired by the poem by Rudyard Kipling called The Gods of the Copybook Headings. And every week we take an old proverb saying or maxim and we break it down to see what we can learn from it. I am your host, Patrick Payne, and with me as always is my co-host, Andrew Stevens. Andrew, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you? Doing good, man. Doing real good. I'm excited for this week. We've got a good, got a good proverb. Uh, this is one that probably everyone has heard. Um, so yeah. I'm excited, excited about that. How was, how was, uh, how was your week? Good. Uh, apart from you can hear, I've got a cold, so uh, I don't. We haven't hit the coughing phase yet, so I think I'll be <laughs> be good for for tonight. Uh, yeah, but it's been a it's been a nice week. Nice and nice and rainy here. So I love the rain. So it's been yeah, good for me. It's been a warm winter where we're at least here in the mountain West seems like. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. We, we missed all that, you know, whatever Arctic blast that came through the rest of the country is like a little pocket right here. I don't know about if you were in part of that pocket where it just did not get, didn't get below zero or anything like that. Mm-mm. So nope. yeah, it's been, been mild. We'll get, we'll get some snow and then it'll, then it'll melt. So pretty, uh, pretty mild winter, but yeah. Uh, and last year we got pounded with snow. So it's weird. Uh, but yeah, uh, we got, uh, things are good here at the Payne home, Payne household, uh, work's been going well and, uh, yeah, excited about this, this proverb this is a good one. So you want to jump into it? Let's do it. So this one is one that I selected. Um, it is honesty is the best policy. Very common. Probably, probably everyone's heard it. Probably your mom might've told you that or your grandma or <laughs> grandpa or something. Yeah. Uh, and, and I like it. I like it a lot. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it, it it's a good one. Uh, and it's, it's very common. Uh, I think instantly you want to, you want to think well about some, co- some cases where that might not be the best policy. Um, if your if your brain works that way, I guess, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it's one that it's, it's good to live by. Um, no, did you find an origin on this one? Cause it, it, when you first mentioned it, you know, it's, it's something I've obviously heard, but it's not, it sounds new to me, but it wasn't right. Um, what I found is that there are a whole bunch of different iterations in different places and times and languages, but the, the English one, um, what I found was it traced back to Sir Edwin Sandys mm-hmm. and he was translating a, um, uh, looks like a, a Roman historian, Aulus Gellius, if that's how you say that. And his translation was published in 1596. And the Latin proverb originally was, uh, I'm not going to try to say that in Latin, but it translated to, <laughs> <laughs> my Latin's a little rusty, uh, translates to the common practice of honesty is more useful. Yeah. Okay. So um, didn't you used to teach Latin? You could probably could have pulled that one off. I, I did. I did. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> well, I should have sent it to well, you. Maybe we'll, we'll put that. We'll we'll put it up on on the uh, on the website 
there you go. On, on this art when people could read it and I can, I can take a look at it. Sweet. Um, um, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Well, I just say I, I, I found the same, a similar attribution, but, uh, I was looking on Wiktionary, I think, which I like, it's a good, good dictionary online. Uh, and it had, and it has some of these proverbs for us and it has this one. And I thought policy is what made it sound like a new one to me. Yeah. Right. Cause that's, that's mm-hmm. a very kind of corporate modern kind of word. But in the early 1600s, uh, policy had the meaning of shrewdness, cunning, and trick. No kidding. So it's like honesty's the best trick. So he's kind of being he's kind of being funny here. Um, you know, kind of like you know, attack is the best form of defense. Yeah. Um, so I like it when when this happens to our proverbs because it gives us a couple directions to go. The the popular way that we usually think about it, but also kind of the way that it was originally understood. Yeah, man, that's fascinating. I didn't, I didn't catch that. I didn't find that when I was doing the research, but so, so honesty is in that quote, honesty is the best, uh, yeah. Yeah, trick or yeah. yeah, it's the cunning, it's the cunning option. Cunning, cunning option. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's good. Cunning. Um, yeah, it can be, I think yeah. sometimes, especially if yeah. people aren't expecting you to be direct and blunt. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, that's what I was thinking. Um, that it can put someone on their, their back foot a little bit. It can mm-hmm. open them up to, to be honest when they perhaps weren't planning to be, um, you know, you see that it's kind of a trope you see in movies and TV shows and, and stuff a lot where, you know, this guy has to, I don't know. He's like, he's, he's going to rob a bank and he walks into the bank and he's like, Hey, I'm robbing this place when really it's supposed to be like a tricky thing where, like, where he's going to sneak in and go. And so you're thrown off cause he's always oh, being upfront about it. Yeah. Um, you know, he walks up, he doesn't have guns out or anything. He's not, he's not, it's not armed robbery, but he's like, I am robbing your bank. So, you know, that, that kind of thing, it does put people, uh, it does. It does kind of take, they kind of take them aback a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's, and, uh, that's it. <laughs> I've, I've had, um, I've had experiences with this too. Um, I've worked my, most of my career in sales and sometimes this works as a salesman because they're expecting you to be tricky or kind of slimy, slimy or whatever. And <laughs> yeah. if you're like, look, this is the, what it is. Yeah. This is the thing. I make money if you buy it, you know, I, yeah. I, I'm commissioned on this one. So I want you to buy it. But I also think it's really good because of this, this, and this, if you just like, I've, I don't do that all the time, but sometimes, mm-hmm. and maybe a, a sales manager would cringe here in this, be like, no, 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 don't do that. But I've had good results sometimes just being up front yeah. be like, look, this is, this is what it is. You know, I could tell you this product, this product or this one, I make the most money if I sell you this one, but it's, it's up to you. And here's the pros and cons of all of them. And if you're just kind of like straight with them like that, they're like, oh, Okay, cool. Yeah, like option B. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. If you're especially if you're trying to set up a longer relationship, um, it's that it makes sense. Like the, the maybe that first interaction, you're not going to be making the money you might, but you're you're, you're planning on them coming back to you because they know that next time that you're still gonna you're gonna shoot straight with them. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think that's just as an aside. If you're as a consumer any industry where there's the, tr- the sales transaction is a single transaction and you're never going to see that salesperson again. Those are the ones you need to be the most cautious of because that's yeah. usually where the snakes hide out. Um, any, you know, think 
uh, car salesmen, right? They're notorious for that because how many times are you going to buy a car from that guy? You know, you might, if it's like a family owned dealership or something, but um, maybe that's not even the best, best example, a door to door salesman or something that you just, they're there and then they're, they're gone the next day. So it it tends to be um, where there's not the opportunity for like the, the, the relationship to be built and for that relationship to be built. Honesty is the best policy, whether we're talking cunning or whether we're talking just the best, the best advice, the best general advice, Mm -hmm. uh, we can take it the other direction. But uh, I think it's true either way. Yeah, that is true. Like you you don't need to be, you don't need to be trying to, trying to be too clever. It just is a good, a good policy. Um, yeah. So what about, so you mentioned, I mean, you mentioned, how this comes into sales, which you do a lot of, you do professionally. Now, what about when it comes to, to kids? This is one that, that uh, I think of with, with young kids, uh, gosh, you know, is it the best policy with, with, uh, little kids? What do you um, think? well, give me, give me an example. What, 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 <laughs> is, is there a time you're thinking well, that it might the, not be? The famous, the, I mean, the, the, the one I'd use like multiple times a day, is uh you know if if they if they got a cookie with their lunch or something and they're like I want another one more you know it's like well oh yeah eh, they're all gone <laughs> <laughs> oh yes okay I because because we have done the honest route before and it usually ends in tantrums or something right like you, they can see it right there they can see the box they know you know so if you tell them well we can't have any more right now. We'll have, we can have one tomorrow. Like that just doesn't seem to cut it. So that kind of thing. What do you think? Yeah. Or uh, can I have a bite of that ice cream? Oh, this is, this is the spicy. Yeah. You wouldn't like it. You wouldn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, well, I'd be, I'd be lying if I said I never had never done anything like that. Um, Ideally, I think still probably the best if you're able to, you know, be honest in a more roundabout sort of way and just change mm-hmm. the subject or something. It doesn't always work. Sometimes they press it. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know. There may be some, 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 some exceptions to this where, where you don't want to be totally upfront for whatever reason. Um, uh, I, I, you know, I, the legal system is one where, you know, it can be so aggressive sometimes that, you know, if you're, ever arrested for something, they say you have the right to remain silent, just being forthright and honest about everything might not be in your best interest. Even if you're totally innocent, you might as well just be like, I'm not saying a word. And (laughs) defense lawyers would tell you to do just that. So, uh, and that's not exactly lying, but, uh, but keeping silent or not, not uh, giving information might be a good example. But I mean, exceptions aside, I think I'm a big, big believer in, in honesty. And I think that's Mm -hmm. one of the biggest problems with society today is lack of honesty and uh, just there, there's a whole, there's a whole bunch of different examples and we can kind of go into some of them but but yeah I I, I think it's super important and I think uh, not to jump too far ahead in the podcast we usually do this a little bit later <laughs> but society I do not think uh, uh, values honesty like they should yeah and and you know there's that there's kind of a, a disparate view on honesty that, that makes things challenging. I think some people run in circles where it's not really valued. And so like, if you, if you, if it is something that is important to you, 
um, it can really just destroy a relationship, right? Like if, if there's dishonesty because it's important to you, like just one instance is, is enough to, to hurt that. Like, you know, thinking about, uh, you know, marriages in particular where, mm-hmm. where you really need to be honest. And if there is that expectation of honesty, um, kind of regardless of what it's about, um, it doesn't have to be the most severe kind of, kind of thing, but it can, it can really just destroy trust. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And one of the examples I've thought of, um, with, with, uh, society kind of in, in their relationship with honesty is we seem to be in a culture now where kindness and compassion and and, and niceness is very Mm -hmm. highly touted. Yeah. And often at the expense of honesty. And, um, my wife and I've had this conversation because she leans more to the, well, be, just be kind and be nice. And I, I lean more to the, no, be direct and be honest. And there's probably a balance there. There's a way you can be tactful and still be honest, but it's very easy if you're trying to be nice or tactful or, or, or compassionate to not be honest and to just let the message get diluted mm-hmm. or, or just blatantly lie and tell someone something that's not true. And, people being told things that aren't true, I think damages them more in the long run than maybe some uncomfortable truth right up front. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I think there's definitely, there's a lack of any kind of, um, confrontation in our society that you can have where you can have no hard feelings about it later. Right. Everything there's still lots of confrontation, but it, it becomes very personal. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like politics I'm, and, um, you know, we've got, uh, like the caucus coming up soon in here in Utah. And mm-hmm. I was thinking of going to it for the first time, but I was thinking about like, man, I don't like, I don't talk about this kind of stuff with my neighbors and like disagree with it. Like, I don't know what to expect going into a, a political thing. Like, can I have, a heated political argument with them and, and will it, uh, will it stay there with them? Like, I think I'd be okay just leaving it in the, uh, in the school gymnasium or wherever it's going to be. But like, I, I'm thinking like, is it, is that gonna, are they get so unused to arguing too that, that people will be upset and, you know, can't say hi to them at church or something. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's, it's something that, something that has atrophied, I think, in, in people that, that ability to, to be honest without, uh, offending or, or taking offense. Yeah. And I think there's definitely a skill to being able to be a strong enough communicator to get a very direct point across without hurting someone's feelings while still being honest. Yeah. Um, but I think you should try. I I think, uh, the only way to get better at that is by doing it and not shying away from the message and being like, well, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm just not going to say it. Um, and, and and this is a tricky thing that you kind of have to learn as you, as you get older and I've screwed up and done it wrong so many times, but there's a, there's a, there's a time to just keep your mouth shut and not, not say the true thing because it's not helpful. It's not necessary. And there's a time when you need to tell the truth directly. And there's a time when you need to tell the truth, but you want to maybe be real careful about how you say it. You know, you know, do, do, do you, do you feel like that? Like that there's just like this range of, of, you know, kind of a spectrum of how, how to handle it. 
yeah, I th it's a valuable skill to learn. Like when you really don't need to say anything. Um, yes. You, you everyone, I, I, most people get there at some point in their life. Uh, but it's, I think it's kind of a nice, uh, it's one of those things of adulthood. Like you might not get to it when you turn 18 or something, but, uh, but it is kind of a, a little switch that flips where you realize it's not worth my time to argue about this. I'm right. This other guy's wrong, but it's not important or it's not useful. It's going to irritate this. Like, it's going to, this person get too agitated. And it's just going to lead to bad things. So, all right. And, and just leaving it. Um, yeah, it's, that is something I, I run into. I, uh, I still have difficulty sometimes when there are friends that I care about and love and they're doing things that I would not do. Mm -hmm. And they're, and I always debate how much I should, should I just be like, Oh, how you doing, man? And they tell me, I'm like, Oh, okay, well, hope things improve versus being like, man, you need to stop doing that. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> just you need to knock that off and do this and this, which is what I'm thinking in my head. And, um, you know, I've done it. I've done it both ways. Sometimes I've said it and sometimes it's, been accepted okay and sometimes it hasn't most of the time i don't most of the time i just mm -hmm. say nothing and i'm like okay because you know he's my friend and they didn't ask you know yeah and tip typically you know uh you know when you, you're not asked it's usually better to say nothing but maybe not always i don't know so there's there's situations like that uh, one thing i think going back to the proverb that honesty is the best policy one thing i would not do is lie to him yeah yeah so i mean I might stay silent. I might not mention it, but one thing I'm not going to do is if they say, Oh yeah, you know, isn't this great? And, uh, and I don't <laughs> think it's great. I'm not going to be like, Oh yeah, that's fantastic, bro. Good idea. If, mm -hmm. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know if that's a good idea, man. You know what, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I do. That's yeah. It comes thinking back, like when you're, when your friends are like dating someone that yes. you just do not approve of, like, uh, I don't know. Well, it's, it's not serious yet. So I don't really need to, <laughs> I don't need a medal, but, yeah, but I don't, but no, man, I don't like her, but you really can't say that. And <laughs> I have a friend who's been trying to, you know, work in the dating market, mm -hmm. He's, you know, not finding tons of success. He's here and there, but the guy doesn't, he's getting a little bit older and he, he doesn't really have much of a career. And I kind of want to be like, I feel like women care about men who have a, <laughs> have a career, you know, it's just kind yeah. of the thing. I'm like, if I were you, I'd be focusing more on finishing education, getting a better job you know, he, you know, developing your skills. And then I feel like the dating will come more naturally. Yeah. But yeah. that that's my advice to him that he has not asked, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so I mean, he's one of these guys, you know, kind of still lives with his parents and I'm like, man, you know, if you could take care of a couple of those things, I think your life would be easier on you. But, but I don't want to be like, dude, you're a loser, you know, cause I don't f feel like he is, but it's, it's a, it's a tricky situation. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, again, one thing I would never do is tell someone something I think is not true. I don't, I don't think that's, that's helpful. And I think we see that all the time. Yes. Yeah. Um, oftentimes it's kind of couched in like a, like an egalitarianism, like, Oh, you're just as good as everybody else. That's a big one. I think in society where, where nobody's stratified, nobody's ranked uh, society. Can I keep our culture seems to be kind of allergic to that right now. Whereas it's like, okay, yeah, maybe I'm not as smart as that other guy. Cause he's, he's, you know, really bright, does really well in school or whatever, but I've got these other skills and, and that's okay. You know, I don't know. 
Um, do you have thoughts on that? Yeah, there's there's a lot of just not wanting to offend people, and that that always leads to kind of a lowest a lowest common denominator in in that sphere. So in in when you're trying to not offend people, you really just end up watching what you say and never really saying anything that's too too out there, too um which the truth often is, I guess. Um and and so it, it even boils to, even down to something as simple as like at work, you know, did you like the new Marvel movie? Like you could just say you really can't say no, it was garbage or no, I don't bother with those anymore or anything like that. Right. It's just kind of like, Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, sure. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. You know, haven't seen it yet. Right. <laughs> like you're, you're never planning to, but just even something like that, it's going to ruffle feathers. Um, so think, imagine the topics that are that much more controversial or personal and you really can't have a conversation about things like that at least in public. I mean, people still do it in families and, and among friends, but uh, broadly speaking, you really get uh, piled on if, you, if you're brutally honest about things. Yeah. Um, about that. <laughs> like, because <laughs> I wouldn't have a problem going online and being like, this Marvel movie is trash. And all uh-huh. the recent Marvel movies are garbage and I don't like them because of this, that, and the other. And then yeah. when, and then when someone asks you in person, you can tell maybe they like it. Yeah. Am I going to be as direct about my dislike for, for some popular thing that I think is the quality of which I think has been degrading over the years. Um, And, and should I be that? That's like, that's the real question is, is should I just be a little more bold and be like, yeah, yeah I just don't like them man, I don't like those movies because of this, that, and the other, or should I, or should we just be like, yeah, okay. You know, Oh, cool. I haven't seen it. Well, well, yeah. And that's, and that's where I don't know. I don't actually know what it used to be like, what people used to do there. Yeah. Like, cause the stuff that filters down through history is the, is the noteworthy stuff or the, the people, the contrarians, Yeah. Um, you know, was the day to day discussion on the street about mundane things really the same was it the same or were people more opinionated and people took it better i don't know uh, maybe maybe they didn't maybe they're just as as thin-skinned as, as they are today uh, i don't know uh the answer to that because you know like you i wasn't there in the past i will say that when you speak to like older folks like my mm-hmm. grandma they tend to be pretty tactful and pretty polite about things in certain topics. They just don't usually talk about I feel like that's common yeah. among old people. Would you say that? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, so yeah, I think, I don't think they were just going around arguing all the time and, and people just were better at, at taking, I think they, I think there was some, some etiquette there where they understood certain topics. It's just might cause issues and they just kind of avoided. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, I don't think that's bad. I am, uh, my, like I mentioned, my, really my only issue is is um, allowing people to believe things that are harmful to them that are false, um, and 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 contributing contributing to that in some way. I was just listening to a I just heard a clip um, with I think it was Doctor Phil, and he was talking about how these you know 
especially like in universities where they'll have like these trigger warnings and things trying to be, Mm -hmm. and I guess, you know, the idea is that it's, it's supposed to be compassionate to people who have these, maybe a trauma or something like that. And he's like, well, I can understand that. But the, according to him anyway, he says the data says all the opposite. The data says that when there's something like this, the best thing to do is to, is to feel it and to sit in it and to be like, okay, so, so you can help get through it, get past it, get stronger. So you can deal with these things. So you're not just melting down every time. And You know, traumas are real and and you can melt down if something happened, something serious has happened to you that something reminds you or triggers you. Uh, that, that is real. Uh, but according to him, the best way to deal with it was not to hide from it, but to be, you know, to face it. Yeah, that's, I, I think that this kind of, I think this has come up with us before in, in other Proverbs, but yeah, people a lot of times really don't want to self-reflect right that's it's it's pretty scary and it can be painful and so with that kind of thing with with those kinds of traumas like you kind of feel like it's best to to shove it away and never look at it but like like uh like he was saying that you, you do need to you do need to to sit in it you do need to address it and you know and you certainly if you need help doing that you should like that that's a great idea to do. You don't have to do it alone because that can, yeah. really can be too hard. But yeah, that's a great point. Um, I, I joke with my wife sometimes. I tell her she's so nice that I can't trust her opinion. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I, know I, just, some, I know some other people like that too. Yeah, yeah, I'm like half joking, but like I'll be like, "How do you? How does my hair look today?" She's like, "It looks great." You know, what do you think of this shirt? Oh, it looks fantastic. It did something different, whatever. And I'm like, you, you're going to say that no matter what, you know, you're always going to say everything's <laughs> great. I don't know if that's exactly true. She might, I'm kind of teasing her, but, um, but yeah, I think it's, uh, it's, uh, it can be tricky, especially with a spouse. Mm-hmm. You want to be honest with them, but, yeah. you know, does, does this dress look good on me? And you don't think it does. <laughs> that's, that's the classic example, right? That is. Yeah. Um, and I, I think for, for most people, you you set in you settle into a, an understanding, an unspoken understanding that that one person is going to ask a question like that, and the other person is going to respond with a rather particular kind of answer, and everyone's just going to kind of leave it there. And if something were really bad or really wrong, someone might say something, but otherwise, it's uh, kind of speaking in code. How do you handle that? <laughs> I'm still, I'm still figuring it out. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still stepping in it. That's you know, the correct after, answer. Yeah. <laughs> seven, seven plus years here and, and even more of, of being together. And yeah, uh, I, it's amazing that I'm still having to figure things out, but it is the truth. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> um, what do you think we oftentimes talk about a little bit about parenting? What do you think is important? How, how do you, how would you teach your kids to be honest? Sometimes kids could be honest to a fault. They could be really blunt and say things. You're mm-hmm. like, no, don't say that, you know, but, uh, what, w- what do you think is the correct way to, to handle that? Um, I think, I think in the context of trying to treat people fairly, um, being honest with them is, is part of that. And so it's, it, it's not necessarily, uh, saying everything that runs through your head, you know, that you're being honest about your thoughts about things, your, your ongoing monologue, Mm -hmm. 
that doesn't need to be shared. But if if there's a, a question, if there's a, an issue, like you, you need to be honest about that so that a lot of times so that you can resolve whatever problem is around it. Uh, what I mean, what have what have you done since you've got you've got older kids? Um, and I imagine you're still going through it with with all of them. But uh, what's what's your strategy there? Yeah, we've we've struggled with this a little bit with you know because we try to tell them that it's not good to keep secrets because secrets mm-hmm. can can you know cause harm. Yeah. And so th- we've been balancing that with them just being incredibly blunt and saying every single thing. And sometimes we're like, don't, 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 don't say that. Like, well, you said not to keep secrets. Like, no, no, this isn't a secret exactly. Please just don't say that, you know? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we were going over to a friend's house once and my kids hadn't met this particular friend, but he's a, he's a veteran. And mm-hmm. he, he'd, he'd seen some, some, some combat and I was just telling him, oh, yeah, it's my, my friend. We're going to go, you know, hang out with him. And, and uh, you know, you can ask him about his time. He, he went to Iraq and he was a soldier and you can ask him about his time. So you can ask him some questions. And they were like, I'm going to ask him how many people he killed. I'm like, don't ask him that, please. <laughs> <laughs> that, don't, the one thing you don't ask, but yeah. That's the one thing. Don't yeah. ask, please that. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're just trying to teach him etiquette and, mm-hmm. and, you know, and politeness and, I mean, I really, I think it comes down to honesty with, with the right intention behind it, which is yeah. you're not, your intention isn't to hurt somebody's feelings. Your intention isn't to, uh, put someone down or make yourself feel better. It's if your intention is, is to, to care about the person, um, then, you know, man, just, I think you, you can, you can get away with, uh, being a little more direct. Yeah. Yeah. It, that That's a, I like that. If you're, if you're trying to if you're seeking to understand someone better, that that's where it, it makes sense. You know, um, that's where, where honesty is particularly useful, but if you're kind of just trying to satisfy your own curiosity or things like that, you're, you're, you're not focusing on the right thing, which is the other person you're, you're focusing on yourself there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, what would, what would you say, um, to some people who just tend to be very shy about this, and aren't very direct. Um, is there, do you think there's some kind of advice or some kind of way someone can practice being more honest and, and, and open about certain things? Um, I, yeah, I, I think, I think it's, it's, it's worthwhile to practice perhaps one, uh, one area around or that I think would be useful. It'd be, it's still hard, but if, if, if the answer is no, if your real answer is no, but you feel like you need to be saying yes, just to satisfy other people or something, that's a good place to, to practice and mm. flex through muscles. Cause you're really going to be, um, you're being true to yourself there when you're, if someone asks you if you, if you want, if you want to try this kind of food, like, no, no, thank you. I really don't like that's, that's a good place to be honest. And what do you think? No, I love that, man. That's awesome. Saying no is a great place to start. I hadn't thought about that, but, um, and, uh, sometimes people can be so polite that it's refreshing. Maybe that's what they mean by the policy. The, 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 it's, it can be refreshing when someone's just like, 
when someone's like, oh, do you want some of this food? Yeah, I'll have some. Oh, I'll try some. And someone's like, I hate that. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's kind of refreshing. You're like, oh, okay, well, that guy's being being real with me. And maybe yeah. <laughs> you can even form a, a closer bond. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, that you, I remember you hate, you know, whatever. And so, yeah, I think that's a great place to start is is uh, a polite refusal. Do you want to go here? And, and you don't even have to even say anything sometimes or give, it, give a reason. Sometimes it's just, yeah. no, I don't think this time I'm, I'm, I'd be interested. Thanks, though. And that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. Love it, man. All right. Yeah, cool. So for hey, the people pleasers out there. That's a for the people pleasers out there. Exactly. Um, we love you. Uh, this has been a really good one. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We're about out of time, but, uh, um, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. We have a lot of listeners who haven't subscribed yet. It really helps us out. If you hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast app you like to listen to, and, uh, we will have another one up next week. And we will see you guys later. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks. We'll see ya. See ya. There are only four things certain since social progress began. That the dog returns to his vomit. That the sow returns to her mire. And the burnt fool's bandaged finger goes wobbling back to the fire. And that after this is accomplished, and the brave new world begins, when all men are paid for existing, and no man must pay for his sin. As surely as water will wet us, as surely as fire will burn, the gods of the copybook idiots, with terror and slaughter return.